0: Hey y'all, you're listening to Diagnosing Sitcoms and Movies, the DSM podcast. We help make mental health more comfortable by using Black movies and shows we know and love and culture to remove stigma. So join our convo with your host, Courtney Copeland, licensed mental health counselor. And Dr. B, licensed professional counselor. Before we get started, a word from our sponsors, uh, from Boxed Up. If you would like to improve the sound quality and the visuals of the projects that you're working on, then... Why wait? Follow Boxed Up on Instagram at Try Up or go to their website at TryBoxedUp.com to get all of the rental supplies that you would need to make your content just magnifique and beautiful and excellent and of the quality that you truly desire. Mm. Yes. What's popping, everybody? This episode, we are talking about the 1985 cult classic one of my favorite movies of course because all of these movies are my favorite movies but the last dragon sound in the background applause <laughs> Ooh, okay i hate your guts because i don't feel like you like this movie and i can see it on your face and i'm i'm not excited like i'm not and i th- there's been so many times that our friendship has been tried and i don't know why you just keep doing this to me are you really my friend <laughs> You know, I just think that this is one moment where we realize some of the shows that are movies that you really love just aren't a fan. Of, I'm not a fan of. That doesn't mean our friendship isn't going to work. Come here. <laughs> OK, so listen, I've never seen this movie before. OK. And when you ask, strike one. OK. So, oh, oh. <laughs> Not you taking points. Okay, <laughs> so <laughs> so I, when you said last drag, I was like, this is going to be a karate movie. Like, why? How? How are we doing this way? How's way? So I was like, this is going to be whack. And the first scene was show come in here. <laughs> I was like, what am I watching? This is for real cinematic gold. So, but then I had to sit with it with it again. And I was like, this is funny. Oh, it's yes. funny. Yes. It's funny. So I at first I because when that when this when it first starts, when he's when he's doing all his little Bruce Lee activities, right? And he's And then posing. there's a random cut to chopsticks because they just wanted you to know <laughs> <that> this was <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. So I'm just like what is happening with this movie? I did. I guess I just kind of went in blind, like, you know, like, okay, I'm just gonna watch this movie. I didn't know it was supposed to be funny. And so when I saw the serious beginning part, I was like, this is gonna be serious, like Bruce Lee serious. Yeah, and it was a lot of funny moments. So when I watched it again, I see why you enjoy it. See? Put me in a moment. Okay. I feel better. Cause I was, okay. oh, I was nervous. Oh, oh, oh. I didn't I know, know how this was going to go. <laughs> See, and I think when when I, okay. That first mute like movie theater scene, I had to put on my funny hat and then I realized how much it was funny. So first things first, the Jamaican man, when he was like, That's mine. And there ain't no coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, this is funny. Okay. And, and then it kept happening. Like, I kept seeing these little, like, moments. When I first watched it, it was very critical. In <laughs> trans a little bit? Check him out, baby. Oh! Don't hurt that face, baby. <laughs> and then I push her down. And then this other guy up at the balcony, these two guys stand up, and the other guy stands up with this pink bra on. <laughs> it was a bra. It was not a crop top, ma'am. I was like, sit down. Where are you going? <laughs> you're like, you're fast. Okay, okay. You put them titties, titties. out. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, yeah. I, th- that's when I realized, oh, this is funny because I was like, this is a mess. This show enough guy, and okay, so show did come too many times with fucking fucking shoulder pads, like he was a football player. Okay, <laughs> I have an issue with costume design. <laughs> maybe I was like, well, maybe those are like um, sparring pads for oh. his his martial art. So he he just stays oh. ready. You stay, stay ready, ready. You gotta get ready <laughs> <laughs> because. Why but else would you explain the pads these pads on. on but with converse I'm so <laughs> that <is> that... <laughs> I, mean, I so confused that exactly I was with you to the 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 allure the aura that is shown up but he is the meanest up am I the prettiest? show up am, am I the baddest smokeful low down around this time show up but who am I show up who am I <laughs> bruh This shit was hilarious. And then his lace front was laid with with his little braids in the front. Okay. I just need me that wig because she was popping. I've (laughs) come to the conclusion that I might be showing up for Halloween this year. Um, um, (gasps) That's what I'm thinking. Oh, I could see it. I could see it. You should definitely do it and take pictures, please. (laughs) I don't know where I'm going to get the football pads. Oh, uh, I would have to go to like a little league and take them from some child. I'll, nice. I'll just do the red Kung Fu outfit with the giant tiger. I'll do that outfit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. With, yeah. When I have the glow, because I got Whoa. something real for that ass in these hands. You're going to have LED lights on your hands. <laughs> OK, so then when you were sharing with me that you hadn't seen this movie uh, right. fully and hadn't taken it seriously, I missed out on all of the references that you've been missing throughout the years to this film. What? And I okay. just wanted to call your attention to, um, I think, one of our proudest moments together was our, uh, yes. our <laughs> master's graduation. Um, <laughs> yes. And my whole graduation cap was um, was was inspired by this movie. It was Last Dragon theme. Get the fuck and out of here. You obviously didn't even know that. It went <laughs> over my head, bro. I was like, cool cap. Ready? <laughs> I am the master. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah all that's right. Nice. No, you, the you missed it. the double entendre there, ma'am. It I had the glow it. and everything. Yes, see. Went over my head. Damn, son. Where'd you find it? <laughs> I can't believe I really did not know that. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I can't. You never watched the movie. <laughs> Shameful. I'm, and then and then here's the thing. So I'm kicking it with some older cats, and they like UNC Blast Dragon, and like they literally sat down. Yeah, See, with it's me. you. You're the problem. I'm the problem. <laughs> they literally sat down with me, knew the words, mm-hmm. like, and was mm-hmm. really enjoying this movie. So I'm like, yes! okay like let me give this another try because y'all really are enjoying this movie it's like this just, is my childhood favorite <laughs> i feel like god gives us purposes okay and maybe it was part of mine to bring you to this film it was because clearly you was missing out and so you know what i feel like if this is this is my role i'm I'm sorry that you know your childhood was missing these golden gems it was, that you that you so much needed that you would have appreciated even more had you got them as in a child. But it's my job to catch you up. I'm here. It's a service. I'm here. I'm doing the Lord's work. And I love you. <laughs> yes, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. I appreciate you being this blessing of cultural. Uh, <laughs> it's act- given very much blessed. Oh, okay. given very much. Bless. I'm very blessed. Let 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 it be known. I am blessed, for Courtney, <laughs> in my life. I truly is. <laughs> she be putting me on <laughs> because, like, you wouldn't know without this. Catches bullets with his teeth. Nigga, please, <laughs> bruh. Like, I literally have most of my quotes from that fucking first scene. Like, <laughs> and then. Like, yeah, most of it, yeah, most of it is from from that beginning. Um, and then... I'm assuming then that Shonuff was your favorite character? No. Okay. No, Shonuf was not my favorite character, although he did make me laugh a lot. Um, <laughs> Richie. Richie was my favorite character. Richie deserves an Oscar, I feel like. I... <laughs> He acted he was amazing. His ass up. Yes. He was amazing. He was spitting out them lines and like with alliteration and everything. Mm, I deserve that sucker with a <laughs> with a super alienation of affection. Girl. <laughs> like he was, oh, uh, he gave me so much life. His little spat, like his sass. And first of all, <laughs> he was cooler than his older brother. So that's first things first. And I thought it was so funny. He was like, You going gonna I'm, you gonna put me on your back and you're gonna rap the whole time we go on there. And so he's trying to rap. Yeah, baby, do it. Oh yeah, yeah. do it. Do what it, it, what it. What it? What it look like? like what, it, stop. what it? What it smell like? Stop. What it be put, like, no, I'm put putting me down. down. <laughs> put, put me down. <laughs> it's pitiful. Just pitiful. <laughs> it was too cute. Like, um, I just I enjoyed him. He's my favorite character. Who's your favorite character? Shona? Sure no, you know, it's between I. Richie and Bruce Leroy. I love Bruce Leroy. He was just so innocent and so sweet and so cute. And I just love Mock. And I found out like later in life that I knew like his niece went to school <gasps> with his niece. And I was and, like, she just said it like it was nothing. And I'm like, your fucking uncle is Bruce Leroy? And she's like, yeah, no, that's my uncle Ty mock And you know, da, 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 da. like it was, you know, Thursday. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I mean. And my meanwhile, my brain is exploding through my ears. (laughs) (laughs) You were in love. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Bruce Leroy's body was banging. I was like, yes. You work out. And remember, I was seeing this movie as a child. And he's only supposed to be a teenager in this film. So, like, Mm -hmm. so you was crushing hard on him. uh, I know. You like them older men, too, girl. I know. I seen you oh over. yeah girl man yeah, crushes man. i love them mm-hmm. yeah, She that's she, so many i need to find some yeah. not in real life though like you don't 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 come to be if you mm-mm. Mm-mm. Oh, <laughs> i'm just i'm just putting that out there but um <laughs> if you old don't come over here <laughs> what another character that i did like who was funny i don't think i really liked the character i just thought she was hilarious was the girlfriend <laughs> angie Angie. You want to test drive? Oh, yes. <laughs> she, was so, she was so stupid. <laughs> well, no, she was cute. Him. I found him. <laughs> she was. Body her, oil roller skates. I loved I, it. I was like, body <laughs> oil roller skates. What is she singing? What is this? And like her mannerisms were so cute and funny. Like when she was going to cry. <laughs> She said like, hmm. <laughs> don't bug me. Fix your face. Bruh, that's, a, that's the line. <laughs> and then But she got him all the way together when she said, you're nothing girl. but a misguided midget asshole with dreams of ruling the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also from cute gardens and also getting by on my tits. My tits. I said, girl, you better tell him. I didn't see her as a, as a person to take up for herself, but she showed did. I was like, "Go, girl!" Yes, mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. talk about that a little bit in my diagnosis. <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, we gotta get into that soon. But um, and then one of my quotes um, was from the from the three guys who <laughs> he kept going to, <laughs> thinking he could get to Saki the back. Sakeyakia, sake I sake to me, a sake to, to you. you. <laughs> I was jamming with that. I was like, I can't wait to go to the Japanese hibachi spot. Be like, sock it to me. <laughs> and they are going to look at you like you're crazy. <laughs> I, I know where it came from. Um, <laughs> but he when he was like, yeah, coolie, kiss my converse. I was like, how do they define coolie at this time? What is the definition I of coolie? I was Cooley? wanting to know that because I was, I was really... Mm-hmm. It was yeah. used so regularly. Yeah. Um, and I thought like I was pretty good on 80s slang. Lingo. But okay. clearly no. Clearly no. Um, I have no idea. Uh, okay. I have no help here. Uh, why kissing Converse was such a, just a like sakimata. I don't know why they were just throwing <laughs> it out like that and making people <laughs> like actually like showing up really made this dude they bend kiss. down. And yes. uh, it was just, um, I don't know. I don't know well, i need to I'm definitely not. get me a new pair of converse and then as soon as i do and people comment on my shoes i'll be like kiss my converse maybe i shouldn't because that's not a nice thing it sounds like but anyway um so Forget all things that you would not be able to do had you not have seen had i not seen the movie <laughs> You're th- thank you like <laughs> thank you so, but With all of the things that we're saying, like with the 80s, Mm -hmm. the movie is very much set in its time. There are lots of uh, of musical um, (laughs) points because this is not just The Last Dragon. It is Barry Gordy's Last Dragon, whom we often discuss on this podcast (laughs) for his pimpish ways. But... This was off of the heels of the successes that they had with the different films that they had already done with uh, the, the involvement with Lady Saints of Blues and putting out The Wiz. And mm-hmm. this was during where uh, Motown was starting to experience a little bit of decline. Our artists weren't happy with deals. They were starting mm-hmm. to catch on if they were being pimped. And mm-hmm. <laughs> this the was a way, you know, flip that money a little bit. And so mm-hmm. Barry Gordy also had the envision, this was his dream that the barge, was going to save the record label by being the new Jackson five and it just didn't catch, you know, crack, mm-hmm. didn't help very much. Uh, I, I love the DeBarges, but they, they struggled. And, um, so with all of that happening, it basically was like, okay, DeBarge, we're going to make this movie and DeBarge, like Rhythm of the Night is going to be all through it. We're going to show like almost the entire DeBarge Rhythm of the Night video in this film because we need these guys to pop. <laughs> yes. When I was jamming, I was like, <laughs> but it's so bad that DeBarge is actually in the trailer. Like not just the song. The actual So they video make it seem like he's partially in the movie? played. The video. For the song is partially played throughout the trailer they was the barge was gonna pop okay they they put their money into it and so when it didn't so didn't the record label but <laughs> sucks up man <laughs> that is why the mu- the film is um so musically based why it does have so many different musical uh points in it i'm i mean can mm-hmm. you consider it a musical Yes. No. I mean there's dance numbers. There's you sock it to me. I I suck it to you. you. And (laughs) so there's moments in the movie that you're gonna sing a song. Yes. Like even even in the background. I (laughs) was like, wait, what? But like yeah, even the background was about to call songs. You I was I know I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Hold on, wait, stop, stop recording. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm dropping rope. <laughs> right. But yeah, I I like. There's even songs in between, back, like background mm-hmm. music you pick up on. Um, the Temptation to Treat Her Like a Lady is playing mm-hmm. in the background. So I'm singing a song with that, so ooh. Stevie Wonder, the, the, the heartbreak. Yeah. Got an upset stomach from a broken heart. Yeah, all of that. Please yeah, cut that out, Daniel, that. cause I can't sing, and I just realized that I am singing a lot. No. <laughs> keep that shit, keep that shit. But yes, I mean, there's so, I don't think people would see it as like a musical. They'll see it as a comedy. A comedy, action, drama, romance, musical. It's all of the above. I love this movie. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, it's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> I loved it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I guess my last real quote. <laughs> Swish enough it refuses the money from Eddie Arcadian says, <laughs> "Just get that punk to the designated place at the designated time, <laughs> and I will gladly designate his ass for, <laughs> for dismemberment." <laughs> he that part, everybody's ass. I designate <laughs> I you for this beatdown. <laughs> like what? Oh, so that man was saying the lies. Well, gladly designate his ass. That's what I'm gonna say. That's I just, ooh, I just don't be having the lines when I need them, man. Shit. Keep a notebook. Open up your phone, you know, your notes app. And then be like, hold on, I got a perfect line for you. (laughs) Just wait. You want to designate it? Wait, hold on. Designate it. (laughs) Cause you know I still don't be getting the close right, even though I write them out. <laughs> it's okay. I'm get it together one day. <laughs> this is designated dismemberment. Wait, that ain't it. Hold that on. ain't it. Hold um, on, wait. <laughs> wait, don't go away. Stay right here. I'm cussing you out. <laughs> I, but and that's one thing I really admire about you is like. You have all these lines in your head, no problem. It's like useless information. I just store so much. (laughs) I love it. I wish I could have that in my head. Just spit them all random. You be doing that to me all the time. And I'll be like, that's funny. Where'd you get that from? Then i will be like, okay, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't have said nothing. Keep this shit to myself. <laughs> now, especially now that I know that you be taking shit. I'm like, Where you get that from? Because <laughs> you know I have no original thoughts, basically. Everything that I did. It, I'm a sponge. I'm a sponge. Cut I soak it up out. and then I squirt it back out. <laughs> that sounded really gross. It I'm <laughs> That's, right, that's I laughed. <laughs> squirt. She said squirt it back out. <laughs> The master, oh, <laughs> I you am right? <laughs> show enough, <up. laughs> girl. So, how did you go about diagnosing these individuals? Because this is this was hard, really. Because I did it in like five minutes, maybe <laughs> because I had so <laughs> many uh years of just uh familiarity with the characters that I just was like, Oh, yep, mm-hmm, yep, okay, yep, maybe, okay, maybe just look up the specifier, but yeah, yeah, that. Um, I have some questions about some. There are some who I am ruling out or I am just looking at further assessment or I'm going back in the records to see, um, to fully understand more. I guess we can just jump right in and go straight to Bruce Leroy. Whose name Mm -hmm. is just Leroy Green? The streets just called a man Bruce Leroy. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Leave it to the streets (laughs) to give you a nickname you don't need. (laughs) But they like, they zoom out and show him just walking through the streets of Harlem he looks like a Bruce Leroy like everyone okay. else is <laughs> even when he's walking in Chinatown no one is dressed like that but, <laughs> but him but him with the hat the whole getup, up every day the little soft shoes okay so that is what um, led me to want to go through uh, potentially Leroy's educational records to see if he was ever assessed to be on the high-functioning, of course, but the autism spectrum because I am concerned about Asperger's um, just from his certain lack of responses in certain Mm -hmm. um, instances and his language use and Mm -hmm. most um, which kind of uh, alerted me to it the most was really his family's response to him when they were Mm -hmm. always like Richie would be bringing stuff up and like y'all don't have a problem with this and they would be like Mm -hmm. leave him alone like he's just being himself like it's Mm -hmm. okay and their response kind of made me like Okay, so maybe this is just something where like y'all have accepted that this is th- these are the things that he's interested yeah. in because we yeah. do know that individuals with autism um, that are on the autism spectrum rather do um, often tend to have a certain thing that they fixate on, which mm-hmm. really gauges their interest and in it allows them to focus in and build their, their strength around that certain um, aspect. And so martial, al- martial arts and the culture, Mm-hmm. Of it and the lifestyle that it provides could have just been what centered him and where he found himself most comfortable. And it could have been how he um learned to self-regulate and how he learned to manage yes. anything that was going yes. on. And so I did want to uh, find out if the, he had ever been assessed for that throughout um, his educational career. And then if that wasn't the case, then maybe it just really was him adapting the lifestyle of um of the martial arts and just fully taking it in. And with New York being the, um, the cultural melting pot that it prides itself on. Even his dad was saying, okay, well people didn't think that they thought it was crazy for a black man to have a pizza shop and him being like, direct your pizza to daddy grease pizza, (laughs) (laughs) which was most of the people who own pizza shops. It was from the Italian community. And Mm -hmm. so for Leroy being so heavily invested into Uh, martial martial arts and specifically Chinese culture because one thing that I did like really really pick up on especially watching it this time for diagnosis is that Leroy is representing Chinese martial arts and the culture that surrounds that where Shonuf calls himself the Shogun of Harlem he's wearing a Japanese flag on his sunglasses and Japan and China have had altercations um in the past mm. and political disputes and mm. it, the high tensions between the two countries and so it made sense then for bruce leroy to be representing china and chinese culture and shown enough being the show gonna harlem um representing more of a japanese and that being an opposing force for them to a little bit of symbolism in the film mm. which i thought was pretty cool and and kind of smart because i look at the movie as a comedy for so long like oh now i'm starting to see oh, okay there are layers Look at us being creative. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was cool to pick up on. But uh, yeah, so I would like to, my diagnosis, I guess, is assessing further for potential Asperger's, <laughs> which is now just um, autism spectrum disorder. Yeah. So I agree with a lot of what you said as far as his behavior. I remember saying to myself, like, um, his relationship with Laura kind of seemed off, like it, it was like, she older than him, it like because because of how he acted, it was like she's that much older than him. Um, and then as a older woman, like what, like I could not even see how he was attractive in that way. Like he, like you said, he was cute, but she was really excited to see him, especially at the end. I would and love so, to show you some moves, Leroy. I know. I was like, wait a second. She was mad. She couldn't show him how to get to his uh his his glow. <laughs> it's a lot, Right. She was so disappointed. So in her, in her outfit that matched. Yo, she was really digging Leroy. She went she and put was. on her, her outfit for the occasion. She, got, she did. She had to have edited that whole video together. The montage she, of Bruce okay. Lee with the transitions aligned right. with the music. Like that's, that's a serious crush for you okay. to do that for a man that you really and don't know. That you don't know. <laughs> like, but he did save her life. Okay. Yes, after and, she you know, rolled past in um, her tents with no windows because as a celebrity, what celebrity has a limo with no no tents on the windows at all Like you could fully see into the limo into when the they limo. first yeah. caught like, eyes. OK, you really wanted to make sure this somebody job at you. Yeah, this job did not care about her security. And it's an issue for they me. They did not several different times. I was like, hold up, hold up. Y'all just want to disregard that this girl was all up in a whole situation. You're talking about you look a mess, bitch what but I anyway, was just kidnapped and you're worried about me being about me lick, licked. exactly and my hair not being done and I look I'm, okay cool
1: whatever okay yeah, go
0: back to Bruce Lee right so we'll she was even in the picture because of how she was just crushing on him and I was mm-hmm. like is this age appropriate um <laughs> and um but then also as far as his behaviors the only thing that I thought of like Instantly was obsessive personality disorder because he was obsessive about the martial art. But other than that, like there was nothing else that came to mind. But now that you bring up autism, I'm like, that's something to consider. And even Um, if he's not on the spectrum, I don't feel like there's anything else that really is like, there's nothing that's seriously causing him impairment in his life. So aside no, from so, diagnosing, if, if he is on the spectrum or is not, uh, then, you know, there's that. But other but here's than that, the thing. I wouldn't, I so, probably wouldn't diagnose him with anything. I, the only reason why I would say uh, obsessive compulsive personality disorder was his, even though uh, Ty was trying to teach him, like, what But the teacher, is his name Ty? 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 Uh, the teacher, the instructor, the master, he was learning. Oh, under. OK. Yeah. Like his, his sensei. I don't know the sensei's name. Yeah, they have it as Tai. OK, then sensei Tai. Let's go. Sensei Tai. Right. There we go. Okay. Sensei <laughs> Tai was like <laughs> <laughs> uh, what he was seeking as far as the next level or more of. Mm-hmm. He was like, it's in his head. But also what I really learned about in that situation is some of their dialogues together was that sensei was like you watching the movies again. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. this master relationship, like uh, cut cut that out. And then he's like, you know, um, he asked, he said he was going out of town and he was like, where's your quest or something? (laughs) You're going on a quest to to seek wisdom? (laughs) No, I'm going to see my mom in Miami. Miami. Yeah. (laughs) Like, (laughs) so I think that's kind of why I was like, maybe he was like overly compulsively like wanting to be. This master or, you know, this master of uh, martial arts or whatever, um, because he was so preoccupied with the details and the rules and the list and order organization as far as what it means to be a master. Um, I considered that diagnosis as well, but I felt like he wasn't it wasn't to the point where he was missing the point of the opportunity. He still was able to complete things to like efficiency. He still was able to, you know, get certain stuff where the, the actual meaning behind it wasn't lost. You know well then. So then, there's this other one that made me think. um, To to Richie's point was is excessively devoted to work and productivity to the exclusion of leisure activities and friendships. And so when he kept making fun of him, he was like, "You don't even know how to work it. Um, Work your paintbrush," as he was as he referred to it. Or Richie, you're like twelve. I hope that you don't know how to work it either. Okay. And then I said, "Wait a second. This age thing again. Where where is this?" Richie, on this age, I, I could not get it together because then he was like, You know, if you don't know what you're doing, you could hurt yourself. And I was like, He's done it before. Richie's heard somebody say that. Like, wouldn't yeah. it hurt her more if you don't know what you're doing? Well, I'm, yeah, right, yeah that's it. So, um, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to have four or more of the of the criteria i can only see him i can only see him fitting maybe one or two um the others he's he wasn't stubborn he didn't he didn't show rigidity he was very he was very humble and you know showed self-control um especially with Which is up. all um foundational elements of martial arts and our parts mm-hmm. of the elements that he was listing when he was doing the i guess like kind of going through the mantra with his students and yes. you know god yes. help me if i do ever have to use my art yes. and the different things that he was saying and sharing with them kind of kind of right. showed that um I, peace I like. is my shelter yes i love that i love me that me too and i liked the um i liked the creativity which is also what made me kind of think may possibly autism um that the sensei sensei tai was mm-hmm. showing because he wouldn't just say, Leroy, it's inside of you. You are the master. Just look in you. Like, right. yeah. he was <laughs> being creative and he was trying <laughs> to get him to find that on his own. Like, there's one place that you haven't looked, Leroy. Like, <laughs> open this cookie, Leroy. Go find this person who doesn't exist. The games. I don't have the time for the games. I'm, I'm like on Leroy's side, like, what? <laughs> what am I supposed I went there playing these games with me I went there but, to find a, a fortune cookie machine but the fact that he took the the what uh the sensei tai was saying so literally is what I was like okay Leroy like he does it he does said it for different ways but it's the same thing bro you're just not he, he was just not <laughs> getting it but you know okay so this is the lesson in life too I can see the mm-hmm. lesson learned and yes. that sometimes this is a wholesome well-rounded film that also had a moral of the story of, of you know, course. all that you need is within inside you. You just need to look with the yes. And that sometimes we are presented <laughs> with issues that you're like, you're fighting it, but all along is supposed to help you learn this ultimate lesson and mm-hmm. realizing for him, he had all these moments where he's like fighting and trying to, you know, figure things out. And then it all came to a head where he's like damn near about to drown and he realizes I have the power here and I'm the master and I hate that life does that to us where we feel like we damn near have to drown in order for us to learn a lesson but you know I'm not God he makes the rules so that's that you know, God said we dumb and, you know, he got to beat us over the head for us to get the lesson. But that's one thing, too, that Sensei Tai said, that confusion is a part of life and so is yes. love and so is these other things. And then mm-hmm. once you go through all of those, then you'll be able to find what it is that you're looking for. And so, mm-hmm. like, ba- basically what you were just saying, you need these experiences in order to be able to really look within and find that you had everything that you needed within you the entire time, which mm-hmm. I think is a an awesome lesson. And I think that we are able to see... Just uh, uh, him going on that journey, that quest, that search for self-actualization. If yes. we look at it from uh, uh, a therapy, Maslow's hierarchy of needs kind of mm-hmm. element, aspect, Ben's viewpoint, however we want to frame that. Which I thought was pretty cool. I just love Bruce Lee Roy. I just, he's, he's cute. He's so cute. And like, it doesn't help that like Vanity was like my representation as a young person light bright looking at tv like vanity she looks i could look like that that's my Aww. standard of beauty so yeah i could be vanity for uh halloween this year but sure enough would be so you much could. more fun <laughs> it would be sure enough would definitely be more fun um yes yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. okay so who else did you have a diagnosis for um I didn't have one for Laura Charles, but I did want to I did give her a V code from just what we were saying about her job really not caring about her as an okay. individual or her safety. I gave her a V code of V62.29, other problem related to employment. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, there was no regard for her security. She had to go all and and um go Get her find own. Bruce Leroy and say, Hey, I would like to hire you as my security, not like, oh, my job is, you know, I was kidnapped. She, uh, and it was a tenth She my didn't life. say security, she said to <laughs> guard her body yeah because you Just know dual purposes sure. dual roles because she's a boss like that she was such a boss that she was guard like i can't put you on my payroll to <laughs> guard my body but <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the studio had no security for her the um, multiple people were able to access the studio at various points in time. Including Richie. Yes. Including Richie and his friends and Eddie Arcadian. And just, I, I didn't understand that. Just Wait, Rock was I able thought... to, Big Ass was just able to walk on in on his own. But certain doors were locked, but not all. I, okay, not i just all. frustrated. Um, they did, there was no regard for the fact that she was, there were multiple attempts on her, on her being kidnapped. So mm-hmm. one successful one, like, and then they still wanted her to record that same day without any like, oh my God, are you okay, Laura? Okay. Just, Laura, where have you been? Oh, my God. You look a mess. I don't have my tools. Let me just God. touch your hair because he really wasn't doing nothing to it. Nothing. Fluffing it. Fluffing it. <laughs> it was like, was it supposed to be big? Is that why you try, you try to make it bigger? Is there dents in it? <laughs> like, <laughs> And then William H. basically Macy is basically sacrificing her. Like, if you don't meet with this guy, he's going to slit my throat. So yes. you want me to meet with somebody that you're afraid is going to slit your throat. So what, what is he going to do to me? Okay. But then I'm also mad that she kind of just brushed it off. Like, you should have been got security when you got somebody telling you need to see someone for money or they're going to get she killed. She asked him. She was like, are you in some type of trouble? Like, what's going on? Like, she tried to he get more information him. from him. And he kind of <laughs> yeah. was just like, please. <laughs> <laughs> he going to kill me. <laughs> So, uh yeah, I don't know, but I just I I want uh better for her career because she is such a budding star. She does have such star power. She was able to captivate all of these young men on this show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that she has right in the seventh heaven which Yes, I and... see what you want to say. And so she is budding she you know finally found a place where you and I can go if you want to get in haha <laughs> 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 um <laughs> so she has all things going for herself and I hope that she's able to utilize her platform and her power to hopefully negotiate more safe more fulfilling more just opportunities for her that are that actually value her as a as not just a mm-hmm. talent but a, a human being an individual I just want that for her life <laughs> yeah I agree I definitely agree with that and I thought she was cute with like you could see um, how Leroy and her were showing each other love by the things that they love. So like Leroy mm-hmm. showed his his love for martial art by defending her and, you know, being that to her. And she showed her love of music and production by creating that little video for him. And so I would be interested to see how they would merge those two um, together and, and how they would move forward together as a couple. But yeah. Laura Charles just so talented. She put the video together. She timed the right. music. She was working the boards. She was hosting the show. She was in front of the camera. Clearly has pr- production ability. Just yes, such she a well-rounded woman. Yeah, yeah. I could see them like doing like this martial art video thing, and you know, selling DVDs or that. Oh wait, I'm sorry, <laughs> VHS is back yes. then. It's 85. It's 85. Beta Max. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> the only um thing that if I was working with Laura and Leroy, as a couple, just wanting to make sure that they are establishing their expectations of their relationship in reality and not just the romanticized um, heroism in which it started yes. Uh, yes. with yeah. her being rescued and her continuously being rescued and saved by yeah, him, and okay. him, feeling like he has to continue to rescue her and save mm-hmm. her. But then, okay, so now that we're stable and our lives aren't in danger. Mm-hmm. what does our interaction look like do you is that constantly the roles that we're going to continue to play or like what in a normal day what what are our roles what is the expectation of our relationship what does that look like and as her con- has has uh, as her co- That's okay. as her career oh. as <laughs> career as her career continues to grow and develop uh i would potentially see them maybe having to Separate for just a little bit for her to go do Mm -hmm. her thing. Unless he does, you know, come on full time to guide her body. But then them coming uh, back together. I I see them. I see it prognosis wise. I just see them happy and in love and coming together and making beautiful little talented athletic children. I can see that. Yeah. I love it. I love them. I love this movie. (laughs) Okay. So do you have it's okay I, I want you to have <laughs> all the fun you want with this this is what you deserve to have fun so um, what about Shona I, I immediately at the first time seeing it I was like narcissistic personality disorder 100 and a thousand more percent Yes, I was able to just boom because first of all if you're talking about yourself in third person <laughs> and then you got everybody saying your name and, and There's a whole chant, a whole chant. I mean, it, it screams narcissist. And y'all have on matching outfits. Oh Jesus! And Jesus. y'all not really even a gang because it's not like y'all are out really committing crimes. <laughs> These really are just your flunkies who are there to add in the admiration of you. Yeah, I mean, but your beck and call. They, they did actually commit crime. They were assaulting the fuck out of those people in that movie theater. He bit they that man's were. ankle. <laughs> he like cracked it and then he said bit you it. won't use this foot again. <laughs> yes. Took the man hair and blew it at his girl. <laughs> that was a crime. It Ooh, was no. a crime. And they, they, were, they up. were physically, but I think um, They messed up so Daddy Green's pizza shop. They did vandalize terribly <laughs> daddy green's girl. pizza shop. When he kicked that uh jukebox. jukebox. He said, "Shut up, bitch!" Yeah. But wait, why did Dad was like, "I don't, I don't own that." Exactly. Exactly. He was like, "That's not even mine." Why are you doing this to me? Own that. <laughs> Look at the shit I own because that's a shirt. <laughs> I'm so mad at that scene, and then they put Mom Richie in the trash can. Mom was like, get, "I'm about to throw something, some <laughs> at these, throw these pizza <laughs> cartons. Get out!" <laughs> Mom was ready to fight. We see where she Leroy was. got his warrior spirit from because him <laughs> and Richie, Richie guys warrior spirit. And Richie stayed stay yelling at somebody. Get off my woman! Stop! And then I the, said, get your hands off my woman! He was real. He ooh. He was acting his ass off. Like he was very just passionate. Gold. Just it was just gold. that that gold. child. Just a prodigy. But then, but here's my thing. <laughs> he had a lot of voice, but didn't have too much to back. Them. Okay, so <laughs> sure enough. Um, <laughs> they didn't have to put that man in the, in the trash. I think that okay. So like they that's didn't. what I'm saying. Like they weren't a necessarily gang where they were just committing random crimes. There was I think that the crimes that were even committed were only a function of his of showing narcissism being triggered. And so he really didn't have beef with anybody until it was I'm the best. Y'all saying Bruce Lee, Bruce Leroy, the best. He's not. I'll whoop his ass. Matter of fact, I'll whoop anybody in this movie theater's ass that think they, that they better than me. What's up? Was was good? And so then we fight. And then like, okay, so the whole hood is saying that this man is better than me and I'm a narcissist. So I'm going to show everybody. No, it's me. <laughs> I'm the one. And so I'm on a, un, a relentless mission to prove that it is not Bruce Leroy. It's me. I deserve all of the attention. I deserve all of the admiration. My one question that I have about Shona, before we even get into the criteria, though, is that he says, when he first coming in, busting through the doors at the movie theater, the Shogun is back. Uh Shona, where was you at? Did you go to jail? I had to. Because you are real dead set on like proving, like setting your reputation, proving yourself, like showing everybody mm-hmm. that you the one and you are back. Telling the Shogun of Harlem is back. bro. was, was you? Where'd you go? Did you at? have to go sit down? He did. Okay. he did. He did. He, okay. yeah. He probably um needed a new pair of Converse. Mm. Yeah. So that's what had happened. He didn't get. He had to get some more. <laughs> Y'all like me? <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Hold on, folks. Let me get a new pair of Converse, and I'll be back." And he came back. You know. And then honestly, it's not even. He had to even go anywhere. Maybe he just like kind of. Took a moment and to himself, he was like, "Yeah, let me go back." And now he he back. I don't even think he even went know, anywhere. where did you go to come back? <laughs> That's. <laughs> I really don't. have an answer for that. <laughs> did you go be the Shogun in Brooklyn for a little bit? Now you and it R- came back to he did. That's it. That's it. There we go. You're not buying that you said i don't it. know i don't know I'm, I, it's a question i don't know the answer i was confused i was hoping <laughs> well for our, viewer, our I viewers i want to share it with everyone <laughs> for our listeners because we have viewers um our listeners for narcissistic personality disorder i mean honestly Shona really had because he had every a, single everything criteria <laughs> i didn't even have to open the damn book when i saw him on that screen so the first one is, has a grando- grandiose sense of self-importance. So we see that based off of that boom introduction, what's my name, the whole on the whole thing, the entourage. is preoccupied with fantasies of unlimited success, power, brilliance, beauty, or ideal love. And so for him, unlimited success, um, I would say more power. Hour. And beauty, because he knew he was fine. Am I the prettiest? He is the prettiest. Show nuff. Neph- and then uh, believes that he or she is special and unique and can only the bad be The baddest mofo low down around this town. Okay. Requires excessive admiration. Showed up. Uh, Showed up. Has a sense of entitlement. <laughs> Listen, y'all, that's just criteria five. This is shows, bro. Y'all gotta get up. <laughs> this is shows, bro. Y'all gotta get- Seriously. So we only need five criteria, five or more. We already hit the nine. first five. He meets all nine. He meets nine. all nine. Okay. <laughs> Interpersonally exploitive, exploitive, uh, takes advantage of his, uh, uh, takes advantage of others. He was willing to have the women in his group beat up. Hit them, girl. girls. Like <laughs> maybe you wish to fight one of the ladies, <laughs> right? Since she was, uh, what he say, limp wimp. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Rude! What a a, an insult! This limp wimp. Okay, and then last, the last, very last one. I didn't go through all of them, but shows arrogant, haughty behaviors or attitudes. I mean, his just whole demeanor was just arrogant. The shoulder pads, you know, just the the shoulder (laughs) pads. I couldn't get with it. And then he's sicking the the the, his flunkies on people, and and the girl said, "I would love to peel this banana." Shut up, what? lady. <laughs> you want to kiss my fist? <laughs> Shut up. Where you come from? Harlem Uh <laughs> Okay. Makes makes sense. Makes sense now. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but if show, I guess, um, much more serious. If show was my show enough. Mr. Nuff, as Eddie Arcadian called him. Mr. <laughs> <Missed> Nuff. <enough. laughs> if Mr. Nuff was my client, Um, I think first I would have to really, I think, well, I might only be seeing him in jail now because he, him and Eddie and Arcadian appeared to have been arrested at the end of the film. I would hope but, so. <laughs> so I would be seeing him in, uh, in a correctional setting. I think first thing I would have to do really is to even engage with him is to do some motivational interviewing to before anything else, to elicit, elicit that change talk, get him to see like, Oh, okay. So there are some, some different things that I might want to work on and then kind of move into uh cognitive behavioral therapy, utilizing his strengths because he is an elite performer. He got the glow before B- Bruce Leroy did. Like mm-hmm. he is a formidable opponent. He is a qualified, like he is on that level to compete with Bruce Leroy the man's name is Leroy I just you know well well um (laughs) but really he was experiencing an issue of access and so he didn't have access to competitive tournaments where he could Mm -hmm. really perform and compete and gain that title that he was looking for in in a successful way because he was in underground fighting where you are you know building Mm -hmm. a reputation but not really achieving accolades which is something that is important to him because Mm -hmm. he he does have this skill. And so he he he's, you know, it's okay for you to have confidence. We just see where that goes left. And then also it seems like he didn't have a quality instructor because yeah. there are, like it reminded me very much so of Karate Kid where the good instructor is giving good principles to the kids and then they, perform that way and the bad instructor is evil Mm -hmm. and so he's giving these terrible horrible morals and lessons to these children and teaching them the wrong way to use their art and so i would really be interested in coupling and um trying to see how i could integrate the foundational principles of martial art with the cognitive behavioral therapy and so seeing Mm -hmm. like um some of the even if we are uh just using the Principles of when to use your art, how to use your art, what are the grounding mechanisms that you use more normally? Like, because he is an elite fighter. Mm -hmm. he shows that and so what are the what are the things that are important in martial arts that are are kind of being missed and how we can kind of align that with the therapy so that one there's more buy-in two I'm kind of catering to the that narcissistic ego that he does have by you're you are the best you are the meanest you are the prettiest because uh Mm -hmm. one thing I don't think that a lot of people kind of take into consideration when working with narcissistic people is that they are very fragile and so Mm -hmm. if you are just Constantly countering those irrational Mm -hmm. beliefs that they have about themselves. They are either going to try to manipulate the situation by then flattering you so that they can get their way, or Mm -hmm. by uh disrespecting you and devaluing you so that you see that like they because they're feeling attacked. They need the power. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you're engaging, then you're just engaging in a power struggle as opposed to really getting any work done, which is the last thing that you want to do with a narcissist because I am. I'm gaining skill, but I'm not skilled enough to get into a power struggle with a narcissist. That's this. And who <laughs> has the energy? For why? Uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so I will be trying to really focus on his strengths because he really does have a lot. He has leadership ability. He has a whole crew that's willing to follow him and wear them ugly ass outfits and say mm-hmm. his name repetitively. So like, you have all of these good qualities. How can we like use those to, to, to your success? Because it mm-hmm. makes no sense for you to be as skilled as you are and be in the position that you are in right now. Um, even though I think that he's okay, because he definitely said, keep your money, just get him to the designated He place just wanted to at fight at designated time so yeah. I could designate his ass for dismemberment. But he just wanted definitely to just I still think that using uh, coming from a skills based approach, using uh, cognitive behavioral therapy after elic- eliciting some change, uh, talk through motivational interviewing would be the route that I would want to take with him. And I think that the prognosis would be it'd be fair. It mm. wouldn't be great. It wouldn't be great, but it'd be it'd be fair. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Measurable mm-hmm. goals. It, I would I would be very specific. Specific goal attainment. What are these the certain certain things we want to work on? Because we're not going to change show enough. Because he's the baddest mofo loadout around this time. He is the baddest. Listen, okay? You better know. You better know. Show enough. Show enough. I agree. Um, I agree with everything you said. Um, especially with, with his... Struggles with power and trying to use, you know, some of that to kind of feed in uh, the martial arts part of it, at least to feed in with the, the treatment, I think is, is brilliant. And I would do the same, too. Great. Ooh, moving on. I diagnosed Richie with little man syndrome. I have no real clinical diagnosis Is for that... him because I think that I, myself personally, would need um, supervision if Richie was my client. Because... Why? <laughs> Why? Because I think I would have difficulty framing his mild um, erotomatic delusions uh, with his <laughs> love with Thor Charles. I would have problems. I would I would struggle with that being problematic because of my own, like you know, in my mind, I've fully been in relationships with Chris Brown, um, Carmelo Anthony, and Michael B. Jordan. Um, so, like, I would just be like, "This is a childhood crush. That's normal." Mm-hmm, yeah. Right? Isn't it? It's normal. I snuck, I snuck through the back of the Coliseum to try to meet Chris Brown. It, it happened. Yeah, we all do it. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Which is why <laughs> we need supervision. And so, other than that, I did feel like uh, without intervention, it potentially uh, turned into one of our other made up that diagnosis that we have for our fake future di- DSM that we're going to put out that mm-hmm. we got from belly PhD because he was kind of player hating and yeah, yeah, but his feelings was hurt. But I think that this experience actually was the intervention for him because it mm-hmm. also changed uh, his relationship that he was having with Leroy because mm-hmm. he went from he's not a cornball. He's my brother. Yeah, he's the master. Right. So, yeah. before that I was thinking like okay the co-sibling relational problem but I think this was actually the intervention for him and so we can say okay we I don't see PhD fully developing with him mm-hmm. I do not see uh, you know there still will be some you know some sibling issues probably potentially some sibling rivalry continuing to happen but I don't see that as a real relational problem anymore just mm-hmm. little man syndrome yeah, yeah and it's like I feel like like I said he has a lot of like don't touch my woman, you know, like type of energy. And he was really convincing. And that's why I feel like Eddie like just laughed at him. Cause the second time I saw it, I laughed too. Cause it, he was just so <laughs> and it's like, what you gonna do? He said, Lebo, I was doing good till he got the drop on me. Then that means that you weren't doing good because he got the drop on he you. He got the, the drop cheap. point. So you're okay. just gonna stay in this cage. He 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 did the little kick thing with the other guy, got him down real good, you know. That worked. Okay, so was the other guy wearing a metal cup? What was that? I it's the like biggest thing. Yeah, he was like, hmm. was he in Vietnam? What happened to this man? All right, like for you to think to put something metal right there. I mean, you know, now that you think about it, that might be a good defense to I know. guess. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what really did it with me was it was it was, it was the pop locking. Out of the rope. Out of the ropes. (laughs) That's what it. (laughs) I said, stop it. I literally said, stop it. (laughs) it." Well, I tell you, I holler every time I see that. I can't. He was so serious. (laughs) Isos is the isolations. yeah. So that was that was funny. I didn't have a diagnosis oh. for him either. I mean, I listeners, was if you're tag. ever, I hope this never happens to you, but if you are ever <laughs> bound and gagged, just know that you can pop lock, you can break dance your way out of the ropes. Of oh, oh, the ropes. I'm gonna try one day and see if I'm successful because I I really was like that's kind of low key a good idea. Dance your way out of your crisis. <laughs> Just, that reminds me of the Power Rangers and the Black Rangers' only ability was dancing. Like, yeah. like, that's our only superpower. You know what? I'll take it. Shoot. Let me pop lock and chop you in your throat. How about that? Pop lock like, and drop your ass. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Richie. He's my favorite. I love Yeah, if he was my client, I I would, yeah, I'd probably have to get supervision because I'd be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> he would be like, why are you always laughing at me, man? <laughs> I think prognosis is great for him. Like, he has that. Like, he, he's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. He is an intelligent, very intelligent. Very mm-hmm. uh, funny. Very resourceful. Yeah. Just... Yeah, Personality yeah. through the roof young man I see yeah, okay. great things for Richie <laughs> <laughs> right. And you know what Now that he has this appreciation and love For Leroy in a different way Maybe he could back up some of that tough talk With a little martial arts Maybe right? he'll get because into sign it Sign me up today for Bruce Leroy's Academy because his okay. child students Was out there whooping ass of Murderous adults Okay they was doing <laughs> it And he had a little potluck moment Kicked him in the head you know, he was cute. He was so cute. Yes, special shout out that this movie was the first time I believe I ever saw Ernie Reyes Jr. and just all, the martial art legend that he is, Rosie. I'm sure Dr. B. I'm sure you have no idea who that is, but <laughs> <You're> <laughs> great, where is his name? Um, he, yes, uh, <laughs> the, he was the the young boy uh, with Johnny in in Last Dragon, and then you know later on was to be a ninja Oh, her, oh just all kidding. of that and yes absolutely love him and he says my line my favorite line from this film that I didn't put in the quote section because it's not a well-known quote it's just something that I always use is when Johnny finally gets out of the (laughs) the weapons locker and he's like come on let's go (laughs) he's like where are we going? We already missed the second show. <laughs> 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 save the world! What are you? We're not going to the movies no more. <laughs> already missed the second show. So anytime Aww. anybody is late and then they try to rush me, I'm like, we already missed the second show.
1: Because <laughs> I have a child
0: and I have no original thoughts. It's all movie and television quotes. <laughs> you do have original thoughts. Yes, you do. Where they at, though? Right here. <laughs> <laughs> and show enough blew him away like he did that man's hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you were saying Ernie Rez, I thought that was the instructor, child. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I diagnosed Eddie Arcadia. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I diagnosed Eddie Arcadian with delusional uh, disorder, grandiose type, mm-hmm. multiple episodes, currently in an acute episode. Um, right. And I also would like to test him for possible ca- cocaine use disorder because why are your mm. eyes always this big and your pupils appear a little dilated and you seem like you don't need no rest, very on edge, go, good, mm. go, go. hmm Yeah. I would say cocaine use disorder... <laughs> But I, yeah, I could see Because like which one comes first The drug or the hallucination But was the hallucination there And you take the drug So which one we coming first with But yeah, I feel I feel like the the drug might just be uh, uh, Ramping up (laughs) The hallucinate The severity of the hallucinate Okay, I could see that Yeah And then I didn't understand the purpose of the piranha But it wasn't really his But at the same time I was just like I wish they would have just put him in the tank. He did. Did just. I guess the fish didn't want him. They saw his face and said, "Yeah, we don't, we don't, we don't want that." He had a little, little cut right here, little tiny yeah, little cut. Little like cut. they nibbled and was like, Ugh, <laughs> 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 but for the listeners who may not be aware, for the delusional disorder, the grandiose type is the subtype that applies when the central theme of the delusion is the conviction of having some great but unrecognized talent or insight or having made some important discovery. And so he fully was a successful businessman and had the the arcades. I mean, the man's mm-hmm. name was Eddie Arcadian, but mm-hmm. still felt like he was he was so so great in this other way. And then when Rocks wasn't winning, he was going to be a boxing promoter. But then Rocks yeah. was losing. And so now I am a music management. I'm going to get my yeah. girl on. I, okay. mm-hmm. Okay, and, and he tried to do the same thing with Leroy. He, but after mm-hmm. he got his ass up, he was like, wait a second. I can offer you some. We got something here. <laughs> you need management. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh no, crazy man. I don't need no management from you. Right? After you just you just tried to shoot me in my face. <laughs> For real. Caught it with my teeth though. I'm, I got it like that. I feel like the heat of the bullet alone should have like melted all of it. <laughs> I just don't get it. Why they play so much? Why you play so much? (laughs) Nigga, please. (laughs) Exactly. Nigga, please. And then for him to turn around, talking about. (laughs) Jeez, please. (laughs) Got it. It's right here. (laughs) Nigga, please. Get up. (laughs) I'm sorry. We're talking about Eddie. or Katie. We are. We are. And so um, I think, though, with I was confused. I think, okay, so with his delusion, I was like, he is a little bit of a masochist as well, because he doesn't mm-hmm. just want to shoot Leroy for it to begin with. He and when Rock tries to just pull out the gun and shoot him, he was like, No, all the time, money, energy I spent, you're not about to waste that. And then, but it was okay for him to shoot later on. But he wanted mm-hmm. to like he wanted to see Leroy suffer. He wanted him to get beat up. He wanted mm-hmm. to watch it like almost like it was like SVU sexually arousing him type because yeah. like he left Laura, who is his cap like that's your that's your bargaining chip. That's your captive. You're leaving mm-hmm. her and getting closer. And and your eyes is getting more bigger as you as you look into what's like him and up mm-hmm. fighting and you getting so excited. You're coming closer. It was kind of gross. I didn't like it. But <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But also I guess it could have coupled with the delusion that he was having. And people with delusional disorder do tend to have low self-esteem, be easily frustrated, mistrustful, um, and fit. Completely irritable. And mm-hmm. so those are all definitely things that we see with um with him and his character. I think if he was my client, I would immediately um put him on Zyprexa. Mm. Damn. <laughs> Straight legged. <laughs> <like it. laughs> and then um, because he's he's receiving treatment in prison because he's he's in jail. And you he's know the, the white privilege of it all when officers showed up, oh officers, where have you been? I'd like to okay. report a mugging. Me and my my associate, Mister Nuff, uh, we were attacked. Oh right, right. Yes, yes, you were. Mm-hmm. Okay. We have we have like a busload of small children who said that y'all were, you know, attacking them. They, right. they called <laughs> our department in in fear for their lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, so <laughs> um, I think. Working with him, though, like uh, clinically wise, after medicating him with Zyprexa, I would also do a lot of like reality testing just to make sure, like, where you at, bro? What you, what's going on? And mm-hmm. then potentially either use um, reality therapy to kind of figure out exactly what are your wants? What is your quality world? What are you doing mm-hmm. to achieve those certain things? Yeah. or. If not reality therapy, then using um, ACT, which is acceptance commitment, because yeah. there's a lot of uh, psychological inflexibility happening there. And so we would want to try to counter some of those delusions by improving his um, the, the flexibility there. It's being less rigid in his thinking so that we can kind of work back towards the what's actually really happening in the real world around you. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense too because especially with your your modality of treatment for him because he really it's like like you said he he moved his attention to different things and never really seemed to to really know what he wanted especially with the fighting the music and then now all of a sudden martial arts but then (laughs) you know also like you said, like it almost seemed as if the only reason why he went back after Leroy wasn't necessarily to get Laura or to even have the music opportunity. It was like he wanted to set up Leroy so that he could have a chance to get back at him. And that, that's what it feels like the other couple of times they have their interaction because there's no other, it makes no other sense for him to 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 continue, to want to see Leroy die, <laughs> basically. Mm and enjoy it so much okay i just there um (laughs) i think that rock i diagnosed with dependent personality disorder Mm -hmm. i felt like with him his inability to even say no and just make Mm -hmm. his own decisions and like yeah i definitely diagnosed him with that um i think if he yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can see that. Absolutely. What what about Angela? I know we mentioned her briefly in the beginning. So what's what's your diagnosis for her? I did not give her a full diagnosis. I just gave her a uh something that we would consider other area for treatment and that would be nine nine five point eight two spouse or partner abuse psychological yes. confirmed subsequent encounter. Um yes. she does as we see, get the um the ability and uh, the freedom of leaving the relationship. I kind of hope that her and Johnny was going to hook up. They had a little moment there, but then I was like, Johnny's a teenager. This is a fully grown woman. Maybe that's not a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. But <laughs> we do see her uh, with the ability to, to, to get out of that relationship and it, it will hopefully be able to be sustained and she can be safe with that decision because Eddie Arcanian is going to prison. So she mm-hmm. won't necessarily have to worry about that as she kind of restarts her new life but she was definitely um a victim of some some abuse some spouse partner abuse there yeah yeah i definitely wanted to make mention of that um as far as their relationship and the abuse that she was dealing with so i agree with that one too i don't really have a diagnosis for her for a moment i was gonna diagnose her with something crazy and then i was like no she's she's just strange Yeah, I don't even know like if like for Rock, definitely I would want to work on assertiveness training with him because it doesn't seem like he knows how to respond in an assertive way. He only knows passive or aggressive. He doesn't Mm -hmm. know the in between to figuring it out. But for her, I don't even know if I would see her as a client because it doesn't seem like she is with her being able to say like she came to the resolution of no, you're Mm -hmm. nothing but a midget. (laughs) A misguided midget asshole. Mm-hmm. You getting by on my tits too. You got mm-hmm. dreams of ruling the world. That's not really going to come true. Like she was able to 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 get all of that together and come to those conclusions and have the the wherewithal within herself to say that out loud and then to leave afterwards. I don't know if she would technically be having experiencing any impairment going forward or any distress to the level of which I would see her as a client I just wouldn't want to make sure that but with um like she was going above and beyond even when she was trying to just be a singer she was going to elocution classes like so it does seem like she is willing to invest in herself so that Mm -hmm. even if the singing career isn't the one that goes off for her she is willing to do other things she can create a career and, and be successful in some uh, other ways of living her life. And so I'm not really, I have good prognosis. I have great prognosis for Angie. I see great things for her when she gets back to Kew Gardens and gets around more supports and people who actually love and appreciate her. Yeah, absolutely. I can see her being like this, like art teacher or some type of Ooh. creative coach, like person that gets people to be creative. Because her little outfit was really creative, especially the taxi one. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> i was like she she got a little creativity to her. i mean maybe not for herself but maybe she can help others you know uh express themselves creatively the way she was in, in new york do costume design because if yeah, she was making was... those things herself then yeah wow. right so the I design thought... with all those cutouts like that's mm-hmm. so much yeah work <laughs> it is and so for her to do that um if that was her work then mm-hmm. I, I would say that that her prognosis, as far as like her career, would seem as if she would you know take off and go that route of like helping people find their voice and find and you she said she's going to el- elocution class elocution 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 class mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. you know finding her voice and and that and being able to speak I think might might help with that too but I think that may have helped her. Yeah, we to, see her find her voice in that moment. Yeah. We see her be able to express herself in a very profound way in that right. moment, which we don't see her character be able to. Like, yeah, This man told you he was about to go kill some people and you like, well, Eddie, it's yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired. I don't want to do this no more. I'm like, okay, girl. But yeah. So I think yeah. that's all of the diagnosis that I have. Just uh-huh. um, wanted to. What? What? Hey, my man, what it look like? Hey, my man, what <laughs> it look like? Hey, my man. <laughs> hey, he goes in and he uses his real budget. Hey, my man, what it look like? <laughs> <laughs> he had to to gauge it to make sure he wasn't too high, too low. But still, <laughs> I just love this movie. I love everything. I love everything. I love everything. I love everything. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good movie I'm glad I'm glad I I watched it again and gave it another chance and like, like I said I didn't look into it uh, you told me the movie was gonna watch and I was like okay let's just watch it and I was like the fuck so now that I I mean know, maybe this is a thing like each time one of us suggests a movie that the other one hasn't fully, like, really, you know, really dug into, we should just go watch the trailer first. (laughs) We should. We should watch the trailer first. Or just, like, because I didn't even know what genre it was. I didn't, I just assumed a genre. It's all of them. What do you mean? You're right. You're right. It's action. It's comedy. It's drama. It's a musical. It is. And I would um, like to suggest that anyone who is listening, there is a uh, rendition. Of The Glow, oh. which is a, an awesome song, but there is a new one by Victoria Monet that if you need something to add to your playlist, go ahead and put that on there. Because when yes, you reach man, the Victoria highest level, Monet. the mind, body and soul must be one. hmm. Monet. Mm hmm. hmm. Mm-hmm. What's the title of it again? The Glow. The Glow. The Glow. OK. All right. Make sure y'all look that up now. OK. Leave us a message and let us know you found it. How else we you went to hangout? your New York accent? You went, you went straight because the that was it. of the movie, you went, yeah, okay, you went heavy. Yeah. Right. I went heavy. You f- I, okay, <laughs> I guess I did. Let us know what you found there. There we go. <laughs> I hate you. If you would like to support the show to help us get more content out to you all, you can visit our website and follow the support the show link to become a Patreon member or donate on our Cash App. Now, we're happy to get the kind of money that jingles, but we would rather the kind that folds. As always, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The DSM Podcast, and you can subscribe to our show wherever you get podcasts. While you're there, go ahead and leave us a comment because we are counselors and actually care about what you have to say. Until next time, y'all, Okay, bye, you cinephile. Bye, our merch.